The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. You know what it's like when you meet someone and instantly just their joy just the sunshine that's emanating from them lifts you up as well? Well, that was my experience on this episode meeting Hillary Hawkins, and I can't wait for you to meet her as well. Hillary was a former host of Nick Jr. and Radio Disney. She's an award-winning actress, screenwriter, producer, singer, songwriter, and three times Voice Arts Award-nominated voiceover artist based in Los Angeles. She's the creator of Stuck for a Reason, a show that aired on ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox as a part of African-American short films. And currently, she's starring as Sunny Love in Actors Anonymous Hotline, a series in which she created to help actors in need of tender love and care. She is an absolute delight Get ready to be ignited. Get ready for this fantastic conversation today on Igniting the Spark. I'm Stephanie James, psychotherapist and transformation coach, and you are listening to Igniting the Spark, where each week we bring you inspirational guests to help you ignite your joy, happiness, and well-being. Together, we can illuminate the world. Welcome to Igniting the Spark. So thrilled to have you here with us today. I'm thrilled to be in the presence of this beautiful woman, Hillary Hawkins. Hillary, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to be in your presence. Thank you. My goodness, what an amazing we, you know, before we got on the call here, the interview, I was saying to you, my gosh, what an amazing career you've had. And you're so young. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I always knew what I wanted to do, you know, so that makes it easy, right? When you come into this world, it's like you already know, like, I knew I wanted to entertain. So I was a child actor and God blessed me with parents that actually, when I begged them, I had to beg them, you know, they were like, okay, we'll help you pursue this. So I'm very thankful. That is wonderful. And how did you get into, I know you have gotten awards, um, you've been on Disney radio, Talk about what what was the start of that for you? Well, I actually started out going, well, I really started out in a UNICEF commercial when I was like four years old or something like that. I was tiny. 
like running with Car Lewis. So that was fun. But when I really was like really, really into it, it was because I went to this modeling school, Barbizon School of Modeling. And at the graduation, there was a manager who came up to me after and was like, would you like to be an actress? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. So I begged my mom and then she, you know, said yes. And I got with agents and managers and started auditioning and started booking. I think Nickelodeon was probably my first big thing. You know, I was the singing voice of Vanessa on Gullah Island back in the day and also did some musical theater. So that's how it all started. So exciting. So you were born into this. You were born, we would say, with this spark already. <laughs> born excited, to, right? Born to entertain. Yes. Oh, love it. I love it. And, and it's taken several different incarnations, right? To, to take us through a little bit of your journey. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there definitely are different seasons in my career. Like I had a really strong on-camera season, you know, when I was doing like, Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon? I did New York Undercover, which aired on Fox. And by the way, I'm so thankful they brought New York Undercover back. So I actually was on BET recently on New York Undercover. Like a friend of mine sent me a text message of this picture. He was like, is that you? I'm like, wow, sweet. They're still playing it. Like, I'm super excited that something that you did as like a little kid can can come back out now. You know, that's great. Um, and so that was like my on-camera season. And then I had like a musical theater season. And mind you, like there is overlap, you know, even when I was doing on camera, I did a little bit of theater, but like it was primarily on camera. So then I did like a lot of children's theater, like musical theater for kids, like educational musical theater for kids. I worked with like the growing stage in New Jersey. They had this really cool production called Petite Rouge, Occasion Red Riding Hood. That was me. Petite Rouge, Occasion Red Riding Hood. So much fun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a midnight cry. And then I did like Theater Works USA, a couple of nat national tours with them. Susical, the musical. If you give a mouse a cookie and other storybooks, like it was a, such a fun season because I love being on stage and I love performing for children. They're the best children and families. And then uh, let's see what other season voiceover. That's where I am right now. I'm in like a voiceover season. So I get to like narrate audiobooks, you know, and I narrated quite a few spiritual self-help books, which have helped me, by the way. So like, I pray that they help other people. And then like, you know, voiceovers for nonprofits and also cartoons and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm in a voiceover season right now, as well as a, a creation season. I love to create. Yeah, you're, you're creating some content. It sounds like you created, <laughs> you created Stuck for a Reason. Yes, actually, that I feel like was like a breakthrough for me. Uh, this is Stuck for a Reason is a short film I wrote when I was in college. And then after I graduated, I got the bright idea of starting my own production company, Hillary Hawkins Production LLC. And there's this really talented award-winning director, Larry Rosen. He came on board to direct. And then we have Tyrell Jason, who did the filming and the editing. Great. So assembled like this really talented team that helped make it possible. So, you know, I was just kind of making it just because I love to create, right? I don't know that I even had the expectation of anything coming from that other than just doing what I feel naturally led to do. So after making it, my uncle, God bless him, he's he's in heaven now, but he um when he was still here, he was like, you know, there's this TV show called African-American Short Films that you should submit to. Now, to be perfectly honest, I, I actually had not heard of the show at the time. So I'm really thankful for my uncle for telling me about it. And I was like, you know what? You know, it couldn't hurt to try and submit. So I submitted. And would you believe 
they actually put stuff for a reason on the TV show African-American short films and it aired on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, dream come true. Dream come true. That (laughs) is awesome. I love it. I love it so much. Well, and it's interesting too. You've you've had this very blessed life career-wise and you can tell also there's, there's this beautiful interior journey that's happened. I mean, you are so lit up. And yes, truly. And and so I'm curious about that. I mean, did you have a certain spiritual awakening or it sounds like for you too, as you're doing these voiceovers and these spiritual books, there, there's something that's very alive in you. And Aww. I'm wanting to know about that. Thank you so much. Well, I do believe in God. I love God. I give God the glory and the praise for all of my success. And I feel like, you know, even like the story of like how I was born, I was a six month baby. And at the time that I was born, six month babies were not making it. So, um, you know, this my mom tells me that, you know, the doctor came in and was like, we're sorry, she's not going to make it. Um, but my mom called my godfather and he led a prayer circle. And then after the prayer circle, uh, the doctor came back and was like, we don't know what happened, but she's going to make it. So, you know, that's kind of like the story of like my birth. And I feel like I'm definitely a strong believer in prayer. And so I just feel like, you know, God is blessing me. And I think that no matter what goes on in life, if you could just remember that God loves you, even if it feels like at times that no one else does. Sorry, I know some people feel like that sometimes, but God Uh loves us. God loves us. And so if we could just hold on to that and keep our faith And yes, the self-help books I've narrated have helped me tremendously because, you know, even though like I'm generally speaking a a happy person, you know, I've had my moments and, you know, unfortunately I still have my moments, but, you know, the point is to keep getting back up, you know, even like as a martial artist, I I trained in the martial arts since I was like four years old and professor, professor Harry Baker, my sensei, he would always teach us to fall seven times is to rise eight times. Life starts from now. So that's like ingrained in my brain. You know, we just got to get back up and keep going. So beautiful. Love that example. It's, it's so true. And thank you so much, Hillary, for sharing that humanness in you, because oftentimes you know, I, I always say to my clients, like if I had a bumper sticker, it would be life is messy. Oh boy. And, and 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 in a beautiful way, right? Sometimes the mess is beautiful and it, maybe it's just lots of family and lots of opportunities and things are just really going and sometimes it is when things aren't going so well. And that even someone as talented as you, as successful as you, that you have your moments cuz we're human. And, you know, we're all in this together and there's no just straight path through that's only, you know, just the, the ultimate experience. Mm-hmm. It's mixed. Yeah. And I think you got to fight it too. You can't just, you know, surrender and just be like, I'm like, you know, you got to fight it. And then it does help like those of us that are blessed to have friends, you know, like, you know, just push yourself if you can to like even call a friend and and that can help, you know? Yeah. When you know that you're not alone, I think there are so many people out there that feel alone, unfortunately. Yeah. And and yeah, go ahead. That that's why I was saying for those people, because, you know, I, I have so many people who love me, but, you know, I don't mind 
admitting that even even me as a person that has so many people that that love they love me like there have been times when I feel like oh, I don't know if anybody loves me but but everybody loves me okay I'm speaking it into existence right now you know but that that's why I was saying it's so important to have something else which is God like even when like we might feel like the people of the world whatever you know people just get busy it's not that they don't love you know they they're busy you know <laughs> so we try to forgive and understand but we always have god like he's always there for us 24 7 open prayer line yeah that, that you do, actually you don't have to go without so to speak outside of yourself to get that sense of love or that sense of support um that it's actually going within you know and really connecting to that divine spark within us. Yes. I'm so excited you said it because you said it so perfectly. That's exactly what it is. So I love it. Right. So then, then we know we carry that with us yes. wherever we go. Right. Right. Yes, so so we're never that. truly alone. It's, it's a mindset or maybe it's um, confusion that is oftentimes mirrored in our world that, you know, this rugged individualism, you know, I live in Colorado and I used to live in Wyoming and that was that was the message, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and being very alone. And instead, it's, you know what, no matter what, we're not alone. That's right. You know, and that we truly are interconnected. That too. <laughs> that we're very in line. We're very in line with our message. <laughs> yes, we are. I feel like sometimes like you're like a kindred spirit, I feel like maybe, you know, like yeah. even when you first contacted me, I was like, oh, my gosh, like we have so much in common. I know I felt that as well. And and just to share this with you and the audience, you know, when when I found you, um, usually I have lots of uh, different people's publicists or, you know, people will know about the show and they'll send an email and say, OK, um, you know, would you have this person on the show? And I've just started this year doing this thing that every so often I'll go on to LinkedIn and it really is like a divine download thing. Like, I really feel like I am drawn to the people who are supposed to be on the show. And you definitely, I mean, you are such a light and only someone has to click on your site for a moment. And it's like, this woman is doing amazing things in the world. And her heart is just like, what? it's so evident, Hillary. It's really beautiful. Thank you. I am so touched by that. Like, so touched. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. <laughs> well, and I think it's important. And so- Tell me a little bit too, personal life, just diving in a tiny bit. We won't get into too many secrets here. Um, I mean, it sounds like you grew up with amazing parents. Yes, I did. They really did the best to give me the best of everything, like sent me to all these classes. I mean, when I say the best of the best, like my mom would take me to California every pilot season. And like, you know, I would train with Seth Riggs, who was like vocal coach for Michael Jackson. You know, I, you know, she would just send me like to all these people to train, you know, and just really helped me, you know, so I'm really thankful for them. They they saw that in you, you know, they really saw that and they were like, this is her desire. This is her passion. And they helped really continue to, it sounds like, fan those flames and help make those opportunities happen for you. Did you have siblings? Yes, I have an older brother and I love him so dearly. He's he like has been so understanding of my career and he he's supportive. He's like, you know, go keep going for it, you know. Oh, I, I, I have a confession. I don't think he'll mind me sharing this. There was one moment in time 
where I'm not so sure he was fully on board with me um, pursuing the arts. And that's when, like, I, I also worked in social services. So, and, and, and that's also like, uh, a huge part of of me like I love helping people so working in social services is a way for me to do that so I worked in child protective services for the state of New Jersey you know I want I wanted to save the children you know and it, it was a good solid job but at the same time like you know as an artist you know you can't like what, what was I going to do um judge do you mind if I like go on audition or something because you know we have cases on like I can't ask the judge to go on an audition that's not going to work there came a point when I decided, you know, I've done my time, you know, for the state. I want to go back into the arts. And my brother was like, what are you doing? You've got a good job and this, that, and the other. How are you going to support yourself? Well, I showed him. <laughs> I, I ended up, um, you know, after that, I ended up, you know, going back into the arts. And now, by the grace of God, I am able to support myself as a voice actor. So it's it's a huge blessing. And he's proud of me now. He's proud oh, of me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I do love that, you know, it's out of, out of love and concern. I think our family can come around and just go like, what are you doing? Why would you leave that? And I have a, a resonance with you as well. Um, you know, my, my past career, um, for 17 years, I've been in private practice as a psychotherapist. But before that, I worked for three years exclusively with seriously mentally ill. I worked for a decade um, with the school system and in elementary schools. And that was tough. You know, and I it, it was amazing and tough. Um, same thing you're saying. I mean, I, I worked for a little South Side school in Cheyenne, Wyoming, that literally was on the wrong side of the tracks and had 73% poverty. And so we had a lot of domestic violence, lots of drugs, alcohol. And, you know, I remember when I got to that point as well, where it was like, I've been in the trenches, just like you, you know, with child protection. Like I have been in the trenches. I had to testify several times um, as well with some sexual abuse cases and some really, you know, painful things that, yeah, I am so blessed that I was there and able to be a part of these children's lives. And at some point, I think, too, it's, you know, there's there's the next person that's waiting to step into that position. They have fresh, it's like fresh eyes and fresh energy. And so it wasn't, it's not, you didn't abandon that job. You know, it's like you really made room. And that's how I felt as well. It's like making room for the next person. And then that becomes their joy. That's their thing for the next decade or however long. And then we have these different seasons, as you said, in our lives and bless people in other ways. That is so beautiful and helpful to know because it's true. And but we don't always realize it, that there is somebody else there who actually can come in and be really excited and have the energy to keep going. Like when another person, like to be perfectly honest, at the time that I left, I think I needed a break. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's it was a it was a lot for me. I care about those kids in my caseload so much. I mean, I, I even still pray for for them from time to time. You know, like I I really care about them. Um, but yeah, so I, I think also there's other ways that we can help. So while right now I might not be, you know, hands on social services, like with I, I created a series called Actors Anonymous Hotline. And, you know, even on Actors Anonymous Hotline, we get into a lot of social issues on the show. So my hope and my prayer is that somebody who's watching can watch and be and know they're not alone. And, you know, I think just knowing that there's someone out there who, like, even if it is a character, right? Like, to be able to see a character that you can connect to, I think helps people to feel less alone, you know? 
Exactly. I think that's why when we watch a movie or we watch a television show that we resonate with and we go, wow, you know, that person, it validates something inside of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I went through that or wow, that person, how, how are they in my head right now? That's exactly what I've thought before. And it sounds like that's what the actor's hotline for you has been. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also in terms of just using the arts as a tool. That's kind of like what I like to do. Because I think a lot of times in life, when you meet people and they're not understanding of a certain situation, it may just be because they've never met anyone who's going through what you've been through before, you know? Um, so I think by creating these stories and telling these stories, they can hopefully help open the eyes of people so that should they ever meet someone going through something serious or traumatic on their journey, they'll have a greater level of compassion because now they know what it's about, uh, just a deeper, deeper level of understanding as a result of having seen a, a short film or having seen a movie or having seen a play. You know, it, these stories really can, I feel, open people's eyes. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm curious for you, what has opened your heart? Has there been a series or something in particular that really just, yeah, opened you up in that way? That is an excellent question that I feel like I, I'm going to have to think about. Like, I, I don't, like, off the top of my head, I don't know that anything's popping into my head as a specific thing that opened me up. I mean, I'm sure just, like, you know, <laughs> lots of things. I mean, if I'm completely honest, life opens you up, you know, life experience. Um, also, I did work in social services. So, you know, there's that. That's not even even watching a movie. That's like hearing people's real lives, you know, because mm -hmm. in, in addition to working for Child Protective Services, I worked for Safe Horizon in New York. Uh, so I was a bilingual interviewer. I would interview victims of domestic violence in English and Spanish uh, in the courts. Yeah, God bless them. God bless them. So yeah, I mean, I think that 
Yeah, a combination of life and and work experience. God bless you, truly. For <laughs> oh my God, again, talking about working in the trenches. That's it. Yeah, you know, and and so how beautiful to take these life experiences. And something inside of you is like, okay, I can help kids in other ways. I can create content. I can be on these shows where I'm really, I I think, and I bring up also, you know, being 10 and being impacted by that because it can happen really young. And I think the younger that we can reach people with these messages that you're Mm -hmm. sharing, Mm -hmm. the better, you know, it, it opens, it opens us up. Like I said, just to, to whole new worlds. So yeah, so sometimes we get it in real life. Sometimes we get it through content. What for you, Hillary, right now, besides the voiceovers, what's what's lighting you up? Actors Anonymous Hotline. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about it. I love Actors Anonymous Hotline. You can ask my grandma. And I, I talk to my Nana every day and she's like, she she knows I'm I love actors and honest. She says, Is this actors and not a hotline? Yes, actors and not a hotline. So anyway, it's a series that I created. And actually, I, I think the idea first came to me during the pandemic. And it, it just kind of like I feel I feel like the series was like downloaded to me from the heavens, you know. I was like, oh, this. Yeah, that's I'm like, that's a great idea, God. Like, it's a show where we uh, we actors are actually able to film from our homes because the whole story, you know, it's like actors in need. They call the hotline so they can call from wherever they want from their homes and they film themselves. But they do such a great job. You know, they're filming themselves. They're acting. You know, they, they're great. But anyway, so the whole premise is like just, you know, I play Sunny Love, who's a hotline specialist here to make every day sunny and full of love. And what's funny is Sunny actually has some issues herself, but that's a whole nother story. But even though Sunny has issues like her heart, she really wants to help other people. So she'll take their calls. But then then there are other characters like Spiritual Winter and Wisdom that call in the hotline. Uh, This is mostly in in season two, but a little bit in season one as well. You know, they start checking on Sunny. (laughs) So, So really, it's just a series that you know, you know, actors get to work on from home. Hopefully it's fun for them. You know, hopefully it's a way for them to like have something to be able to showcase their talents to the world. And hopefully it's like an outlet. I know for me, it's a creative outlet. It's very cathartic. Um, and, and just, you know, a way to discuss things that actors maybe otherwise may not have an opportunity to discuss because no one's really, I don't want to say no one, maybe there are other people, but I think that you know, I don't know if people just think actors are supposed to be like robots and just keep going, but actors have issues too and, and need to talk about it. So that's why Sunny Love is here to answer the hotline and help them. Well, and I've watched some of these. They're on YouTube. Yes. So so anybody can anybody can access them. And they're just fun. I mean, they're also fun. They're interesting and fun. And yeah, I I what a what a great concept and idea. So that that's lighting you up. Do you have do you have things, Hillary, in your daily life that you're doing? Like you have a certain routine in the morning or you have a certain rituals that you do that you feel like are really infusing your life in a good way? Absolutely. My my morning routine, first of all, entails, thank you, God, you know, acknowledging him first thing in the morning. Um, I will say I, I'm a very vivid dreamer. So really one of the first things I do is log my dreams. Um, so 
Then after that, I'll go into prayer, trying to understand what these dreams mean, what I'm supposed to learn from them for the day or for the week or forever. <laughs> and and also I'll read my Bible, you know, and and even the Bible, like I I admit, I, I won't always read a whole lot, but even I think if you just even read just a verse, that's something that can help you on your day. I, I may go on YouTube and, and hear someone else speak because I feel like we all can learn from each other. So there are different, you know, you know, different preachers and just, you know, really great people online that you can learn from. And then also when I when I'm up to it, I'll also like this morning, I did a little a little dance workout. You know, it, it was only like five minutes, but that's something, you know, something's better than nothing. And then that just helps me start my day. I love it. I love it so much. And I think that that's one of the things I talk to my clients about a lot is just getting up and moving. It doesn't matter if it's five to 10 minutes. It's just moving your body. And I wish people could see how lit up you were when you were talking about that, you know, just <laughs> plugging in in those ways. And what a beautiful way to start the morning. It's like really getting in tune with yourself. And again, you know, you're you're tuning into the divine. And then you're doing this, this kind of beautiful unfolding into your day with a heart set and a mindset that I imagine then just carry you through your days in just such a much more beautiful way than if you didn't have this morning routine. Absolutely. You know, because I confess there are days when I haven't gotten up and danced and those are just you don't want to hear those days. <laughs> so I think having a morning routine and, and being able to have the discipline to stick with it, it actually it helps us. It's helpful. And it makes a difference. It, it truly totally makes a difference. So you're a visionary. You know, that's one of the things about you. You, since you were four years old, like you said, it's been born in you. And I love the fact you were born six months, you know, three months early, right? You were, you were born early and yet there is something inside of you that's like, I am here and I am going to be here. And you bring then with you this, this beautiful light that's like, okay, I'm bringing this to the world. This is part of part of what I'm sharing. And when you think about the vision for the world, do you have a sense of that? Oh, yes. my And thank you for that. Oh, yes. My vision is love. Like, I love love. And I just wish that the whole world could just love because love is the answer. So, you know, whatever ways we can all find to love, that's just where it's at, whether it's being a listening ear to somebody. You know, love isn't always like, I think people think, oh yeah, you could give to charities. Yeah, that's great giving money. But, you know, there's, it's more than money. It's, it's you know, helping a friend, listening to them, supporting them, advising them, or just even hanging out with them, believe it or not, just as something as simple as, hey, you want to just, let's go grab lunch or let's go see a movie or something like that. That social interaction, that's that's love too. Giving a hug is a love. There are just so many ways we can love. We can love again through our art. You know, what messages are we sending with the works that we're creating? What messages are we receiving with the works that we're watching? I'm very big on paying attention to what we're consuming through our eyes and ears and portals. <laughs> yes. Know? Yes. I always talk about that too with my clients. I talk about it like we're a computer and what are we downloading today? right? So that is, it's what we listen to. It's what we watch. What, whatever it is we're tuning into, we're downloading in our system. So, true. so yeah. And, and the beautiful thing is we have the power to change the channel, you know, literally and figuratively of what we're tuning into. 
So to tune into those things that lift our spirits and bring us up and to focus on, it's not about rose-colored glasses in the world. It's about really choosing what you want to focus on, what you want to bring into your system. You don't want to download a virus. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Hillary, there, there's so many wonderful things about you. I'm, I'm just so thrilled that you've you've been on the show. And I want to ask you, how can people find out more about you? How can they get a hold of you? Oh, sure. You can go to my website, which is www.hillaryhawkins.com with two L's, H-I-L-L-A-R-Y-H-A-W-K-I-N-S.com. You can also check out some of the audiobooks I've narrated on audible.com. If you just go to audible.com and type my name in, they'll pop up, you know, some that I recommend your word is your wand by Florence Scovel Shin, um, at your command. Uh, I've narrated like lots of Neville Goddard stuff, like really just great, uh, really great wisdom that these new thought leaders have shared, (laughs) you know? Um, but yeah, that's all on my main website, hillaryhawkins.com as well. If you go to the voiceover tab and audiobooks or, you know, so yeah, my website. That's how you can get in touch with me on the contact tab. Beautiful. Beautiful. And and as we're wrapping up today, Hillary, what is what is the message that you would want to leave with the audience? I love you. <laughs> and please remember to love. That's awesome. That's awesome. And loving one another, it can be as easy as a smile. You know? So true. So true. It's it's like when you see someone to greet them, to say hello. Or you see someone that's suffering, let's say, on the side of the road, you know, you can hold them in your heart and send them love, even if you don't know them, right? So true. And actually, because you were asking me, like, my vision for the world, like, to me, like, sometimes I feel like I'm an alien if I'm walking down the street and I'm, like, smiling at people, you know, like, because everyone's just in their phones, like, walking around, like, in their own little world. But yeah, in my imagination, we have a world where, you know, we all are sisters and brothers. So we should all just be able to be warm and friendly to everyone everywhere and that everyone could just be so filled with love that it's safe for us all to be so warm and friendly with everyone everywhere. That's that's where my vision is at. What a beautiful world that will be. <laughs> yes. yes. Hillary, thank you so much for being here on The Spark, for sharing just the beautiful essence that's you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Well, I am floating on air. I don't know about the rest of you. Those kind of conversations, they lift me up so much. And it's really inspiring to meet someone who is living their dream and continues to live their dream, continues to hold her vision of what she wants to bring to the world. And I loved talking with her about the vision she has for the world and that important piece. If if you could see her, I wish you could see her. Um, her whole essence is love. And so when she's talking about love, she is it. And her message too, is that you are it as well. It's inside of each one of us, that beautiful light. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Tune into Hillary's Actors Anonymous Hotline. It's available on YouTube. And check out her many books as she shared on Audible. She is a beautiful voice of this generation. So delighted she shared her sparks with us and so hopeful that this episode 
ignited the spark in you. You have been listening to Igniting the Spark with Stephanie James. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to my amazing and magical producer, Tony Ficini. You can find Igniting the Spark on all podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you get every inspirational episode. For more information about this show, my books, my films, and my upcoming events, go to stephaniejames.world and ignite your best life. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.